0: Welcome to Storytelling. Remembrance Day is a memorial day observed in Commonwealth member states since the end of the First World War to honour armed force members who have died in a line of duty. This week's guest shares a true story of a World War I Jamaican soldier and how, through a series of amazing and incredible coincidences, his family came to discover his fate nearly 100 years after his death. A former teacher, college lecturer and now author, Please welcome Beulah Coombs. Hello, Beulah, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Good morning, Debbie, and thanks for inviting me on.
0: Beulah, your book, how did your journey start and when did you discover your uncle, Robert?
1: My parents came to England in the 1950s, so they're part of the Windrush generation. And I joined them as a child in 1957. This was in Manchester, in England. So every year, my mother would lament about this brother that she had that was killed in World War I. When I say every year, that's they have the remembrance service at the Cenotaph in London. So whenever that was showed on television in November, she would go on and she would say, oh, my poor brother dead in the war, in World War I. Every year without fail, my poor brother dead in World War I, fighting for England. As a child, it went over my head because I thought it just seemed so far-fetched. I mean, World War Two seemed further back enough, never mind World War I. I mean, I was aware, actually, that they were we, we had some part, our Jamaicans had some part in World War Two. And that's because we had a relative who used to come to the house. And he had been in the RAF, and he always wore one of those bomber jackets. You know, I don't know, when you watch war films and you see the pilots scrambling, running to their airplanes, and they have on these thick jackets with the fur lining. Well, he had one of those. And he used to talk about being in the RAF. Although he wasn't a soldier, I think, you know, he was sort of um, ground staff. So I was aware that we had some involvements in World War II. In history lessons and in all the war films that I'd seen, I'd never seen any black soldiers depicted or in any of the photos that we'd seen about the war. So again, you know, in terms of, Soldiers, black soldiers in in the war. I didn't know what to believe. As, as I said, I thought maybe my mom had it a bit wrong so somewhere. And also in in the nineteen sixties, I became aware of English people saying, you know, about how their fathers and grandfathers fought for the for Britain, fought for this country, you know, and one. Why we got all these black immigrants coming into the country when the country that my kiss and kin fought for and all that. So there was no acknowledgement, or maybe knowledge really, about the part that Jamaicans and other ethnic minorities played in any of the world wars. So about the year 2000 or so, I became interested in our family history. I think it was after watching programs like Who Do You Think You Are? And then I began to wonder about my mother's brother. I thought, oh, I wonder if he really existed. <laughs> and then there was a lot of programs on the television in about 2008, lots of documentaries, because it was the 90th anniversary of the end of World War One really begun to wonder about my mother's brother. By then she'd returned to Jamaica. I told my, my family, my children, that about my mother's annual lament. So when we visited her in Jamaica and that was only that's when I asked what his name was. Because I'd never really taken it on board before. The following year After, actually, just some months after he came back, there occurred a series of absolutely fascinating and amazing coincidences, which led to our finding, tracing Uncle Robert, as we found out his name was. It culminated in a visit to his resting place in Belgium. And I found this so interesting that begun to document the the whole um, story of, of about him and um, this is how the book
0: came about. Not many people know the history that when war broke out in Germany in 1914, Britain reached out to its empire. That's right. And said, we need help with the war. And a lot of countries around the world where they had their empire, they enlisted and recruited, particularly from the West Indies. A lot of men came over to fight the effort of that war.
1: Yes, and I think although there might have been a lot of information about World War Two I think World War One because it's so long ago, people probably weren't aware of the role. There was a British West Indies regiment, which we got to find out. That's what Uncle Robert was in a whole more than one regiment that actually came over. To Britain were sent to abroad. Some went well, fought in Africa, some in Belgium, which is where Uncle Robert ended up. Um, and all over, they went all over to fight in in regiments.
0: So it's important that people are aware of that. There's still lots of information in terms of how troops were recruited, and a lot of that was used in leaflets and posters. Yes. Right. And films to rally everyone around and pictures as well. And
1: there's an example of a poster I've included in the book because the, the, the book actually is called My Uncle Robert, the true story of a Jamaican World War One soldier. And it has a lot of supporting documentary evidence to prove that he did exist and what actually happened to him. There's all the documentary evidence there. And one of the things that I feel strongly about is this sort of story isn't just about Jamaican history. It's part of British history as well. So that when they're showing films or documentaries about the World Wars, then it should encompass everybody
0: who took part in it for Britain. Why do you think that a lot of these men were previously forgotten.
1: The historians write about their own people rather than the full story. There was a phrase that we used to use, was it in the 70s or 80s, about his story rather than history. So they would write their story. And I think it's important that we write our story. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote this book.
0: What did you learn about yourself when doing this book?
1: I learned that we're not fully aware of our backgrounds and we don't take enough interest in our backgrounds. So I think that we need to take more interest in our history.
0: This is an opportunity for us to truly unearth our backgrounds in its entirety rather than the snippets that we currently know.
1: Yeah, definitely. And to show also, it illustrates also that, you know, we have a stake in this country, not just from the Windrush generation, but from earlier.
0: What advice would you give to someone who wants to research their family and any role that their families may have played within the war?
1: There's a website called Commonwealth War Graves Commission. That's if they had relatives who took part in the war and were killed. But these also saw another website called familysearch.org. We were able to find Uncle Robert's birth certificate on there, although he was born in, I think, 1897. And just to clarify, actually, in case anyone's thinking, how is it that I have an uncle, not a great uncle, who fought in World War I? Uncle Robert was the eldest of eight children, and my mother was the youngest. When she was born, he was already an adult, and she was born in 1914, and he left to fight in the war in 1917 when she was about three and a half. So she vaguely actually remembers him lifting her up and telling her goodbye. So that's why there's this a discrepancy if you
0: like. You yourself have a fascinating background and next on the cards is your autobiography. When will your autobiography be ready for everyone to enjoy?
1: It will be ready sometime over the next year or so.
0: Beulah, I just want to thank you for your time on this podcast. Thank you. If you would like further information about Buda and how to order a copy of her book, then please follow the link in the show notes.